The thing I'm talking about today is proper simple, but I didn't work it out for absolutely ages. And when I actually did work it out, that's when I made some real progress. So let's talk about it. All right, mate, and welcome to the Brit Speak Pod, the podcast designed to help you understand British life, British culture, and of course, British English. So let's get cracking. Hey up, mate. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Thanks for asking and welcome to episode 19 of the Brit Speak pod, where today we're talking about the simple thing that you need to do. And if you don't do it, you're not going to get any better. But before we get into all that good stuff, if you're new around here, nice to meet you. My name is Dan. Do me a favor. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. I'd appreciate that, mate. And if you're not new around here, welcome back. It's nice to see you again. I hope you had a nice week. Anyway, I'd like to start this episode by telling you a bit of a story. So before I came to Japan, I got a job in Japan and I was doing my visa stuff. And I thought, well, I should probably try and learn some Japanese. So I found a teacher in my local area called Suzuko and I started taking lessons with her. Every Saturday, I'd go to her house and we'd do an hour lesson We'd do some stuff in the textbook. We'd learn some Japanese. And then I'd go home and go about my daily life. You know, go to work, all that stuff. Then next week, I'd go back to her house and do it again and do it again. And we just did that over and over again. She'd set me homework, but I wouldn't actually do it until the night before. And this might surprise you, but I didn't get much better at Japanese doing this, to be honest. And... Do you know why that is? Can you spot the problem? Well, the problem is, is that I was just studying for an hour a week and I thought that that were enough. Well, that's not how it works, friend. You know, the most important thing is studying every single day. Now, I didn't know that back then. I know that now, but it was a bit of a thing. Like I was like, well, I'm paying for lessons and I'm doing my own work. So why am I not getting any better? Well, that's because I didn't understand the importance of studying every single day. You know, think about it like this. If you're going to lose weight, you go to the gym, right? But going to the gym once a week for an hour is probably not going to do very much. The only way you're going to make real progress is like regular going to the gym, doing the same thing over and over again for a long period of time, then eventually progress. Yeah, but I didn't know this. I'm a bit slow on the uptake. But now I understand this and I'm trying to get that importance across to you. So English requires regular practice. And if you can do that, practice regularly, you're going to notice some pretty big benefits. Like you're going to realize that you can remember and recall the things that you're learning when you actually need them because they're fresh in your mind. You know, if you study on a Saturday, by Wednesday, you've already forgot. But if you study on a Monday, on Tuesday, you can probably remember. And if you study on Tuesday, on Wednesday, you can probably remember. So that kind of constant refreshing and keeping it in the front of your mind is really powerful when you actually need to recall that English because you want to use it. It also means that you're going to get more practice and more practice means more fluency, obviously. And by constantly interacting with the language, with English in your case, by constantly doing that day in, day out, you're going to naturally start to pick up the patterns, the rhythms, and the nuances of the language that 
Maybe the textbook doesn't specifically teach you. You'll naturally pick it up. And of course, the more you interact with English, the more you're going to encounter new words that you don't know, the more you're going to encounter new vocabulary. And that's important when it comes to actually, you know, making progress in the language. More vocabulary means more power, you know? So that seems easy enough, you know? Everybody probably understands that concept, but what about when you're too busy? You know, you might be sat there thinking, but Dan, I can't commit to studying every day. I've got a job, got a dog, I've got karate lessons, whatever it is. And I understand, I'm a busy boy too. You know, I've got things to do. But the problem isn't like how long you study. The problem is, is how often you study. Now, rewind to when I'm actually in Japan at this point. Yeah, I'm working in Japan, I'm living in Japan. And I'm still slowly making a bit of progress. But when I started working in the junior schools and the infant schools here in Japan, I had a little bit of time every single day at the same time. You know, while the kids were doing something, I wouldn't have a lesson. And I had this regular sort of 15, 20 minutes every day. And I used that time to start studying. And I'd study every single day at the same place at the same time. I'd study vocabulary or grammar or kanji or whatever it were. And I found that when I did that, and I actually dedicated a specific amount of time each day to the same thing at the same time at the same place, that's when I actually start to make progress. And you might be thinking, but 15 minutes is not much. Yeah, in one day, it's not much, but 15 minutes every day for a year is quite a lot of time. So you need to think about it more as like little bite-sized chunks that add up over a long time. You don't build a house, you put one brick on the floor, then the next brick next to it, and slowly but surely you build a house, one brick at a time. And studying should be the same thing. So even if you've just got 10 minutes a day, surely you can find 10 minutes a day. You know, you've got train rides to work, you've got your lunch break, you've got 10 minutes after dinner where you usually watch TV, you've got your toilet time, whatever it is, You've got 10 minutes a day, guaranteed. Everybody has. Nobody works from the second they wake up to the second they go to sleep. Somewhere in there, there's 10 minutes that you can find to study English, yeah? And if you can find that 10 minutes and use it every single day to study English, you'll be surprised how much progress you actually make. It's, it's pretty mad because it feels like nothing. 10 minutes feels like nothing, but after three months of doing it, you'll be like, wow, look at all this stuff I can do now that I couldn't do three months ago. And it's even easier now because you've got your phone. Everyone's got a smartphone in the pocket these days. You can use apps, you can use YouTube, you can download textbooks to it, you can use I don't know, Duolingo or whatever and podcasts. And there's so much that you've got access to wherever you are in the world. So it doesn't matter if you're on a train or a bus you can still study. It don't matter if you're on the toilet, you can still study. It don't matter if you're laying in bed just before you go to sleep. There's always 10 minutes that you can use to study English. So don't give me that nonsense about, oh, I haven't got time. I'm not asking for an hour, two hours, three hours a day. I'm asking for 10 minutes. So find 10 minutes in the day to study every single day and you'll make really, really quick progress when it comes to English. Now, there are three tips that I've picked up 
through studying Japanese. There's three things that I kind of learned through trial and error, you know. I didn't do it at first. Took me a while to work it out. And I want to pass on those free tips to you so you can make the most of it, right? So the first thing that really occurred to me is I made the most progress when I could find a set amount of time. For me, it was 15 minutes. But when I could find that 15 minutes at the same time every day, in the same place every day, it was like, okay, this is my time to study. So I automatically would just do it. If you think about like when you wake up, what's the first thing you do? You brush your teeth. All right, you don't really think about it, but you do it at the same time, the same place every day. Try and make English like that. You know, if you've got 10 minutes at eight o'clock in the morning while you're on a train, that's your English time. And that's when you're going to study English. So try and come up with a time and a place that you can consistently study. And even better if it's like a quiet place where you're not going to be disturbed or if it's a place that's comfortable and, you know, if it's on a really busy train, it might be hard work, but better than nothing, you know, <laughs> zero minutes is terrible. One minute is great compared to zero minutes. That's, that's basically the way to look at it. So if you can find a time and a place every single day that you can study, jobs are good and you're going to make some good progress. Speaking of progress, keep track of it. This is the second thing that I learned. If you're just not thinking about it, you'll find that some days you do it and some days you don't do it and you'll not really worry about it. However, if you're keeping track of it, you're going to notice which days you do it and which days you don't do it, right? There's a reason. Have you ever used like these apps like um, Duolingo or uh, Memrise or whatever? They've always got this thing built into it where it's like your study streak. Oh, you've studied eight days in a row. You've studied nine. Don't lose your streak. You've studied 12 days in a row. Now, this is not just so you use their app. This is actually really important. Like if you've studied for 58 days in a row, the motivation to do 59 is pretty high because you don't want to start again from zero. So build that into your own studies. Get a calendar, get something, uh, you know, the calendar app on your phone, whatever it is. And every day, mark it that you study. Okay, Monday, I did 10 minutes, check. Uh, today, I studied vocabulary. Tuesday, I did it, check. I listened to a podcast. Wednesday, I did it, check. I had a conversation with somebody on the internet. Whatever it is, just keep track of it because it'll help you build motivation because the more you do it, the less likely you are to stop doing it. And that is going to keep you going even when it gets a bit boring. And speaking of boring, I made the mistake of just doing the exact same thing every single day for too long. And it got to the point where I'm like, oh Christ, I've got to do this again. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of doing this thing over and over again. Now, don't do that <laughs> is the advice I'd give you. What I would suggest is mix it up so it doesn't get boring. Don't just study vocabulary. Like you've got to kind of study a bit of everything. You've got to do some speaking practice. You've got to do some listening. You've got to do some writing, some intonation. You know, you've got to work on all your skills, not just one of them. So you've got to study in loads of different ways that are going to boost all your skills, not just one thing. So try and find some different ways of interacting with English that you find interesting and are going to be beneficial for your end goals, whatever your end goal is. You know, for me, I've found that if I mixed up vocabulary reviews and learning kanji and 
a bit of textbook for grammar and conversations with people and podcasts and keeping a diary and all this stuff. I found if I mixed it up, it was much easier for me to feel like, oh, I want to do this rather than just being like, oh, Christ, I've got to study vocabulary again today. You know, so mix it up, find something that's new and interesting and try that for 10 minutes. Maybe it's good for you. Maybe it's not. But you don't know if you don't try, right? And if you're kind of struggling to find ways to interact with English when you've only got 10 minutes a day, don't worry, mate. I'm here to help. I've got a study schedule cheat sheet. It's a little PDF that I made that you can download for free. And it's got like 15, 20 different ways that you can interact with English every single day. You know, it's got stuff that'll help you with writing. It's got stuff that'll help you with listening. It's got stuff that'll help you speaking and vocabulary and grammar and blah, blah, blah. And you can kind of pick and choose these little study methods and build your own unique study schedule that's going to work for you. As I said, completely free. So if you want it, the link is in the show notes below. Click the link, put your email in. I'll email it you straight away. And yeah, use that to build your study schedule. Study for 10 minutes every day. More if you can. If you can go to half an hour, you're going to get in, you're gonna get better three times faster, you know. But at least 10 minutes a day, at the same time, at the same place, study something, and then send me an email in three months when you've made loads of progress. I'd love to hear how much progress you've made in three months because you studied every day. Now, what I want you guys to do, if you're listening on Spotify or if you're listening on YouTube, I want you to go down to the comment section of this podcast and I want you to write this sentence. I want you to write, I will study blank, and the blank is going to be whatever you choose to study, at time, at place, every day. So for example, you might write, I will study English grammar at 7pm in my office. You know, whatever it is. Writing it down you're more likely to actually stick with it. So go down there now, leave a comment, accountability, tell me where and when you're going to study English every single day. But good stuff. I hope you found that useful. And of course, if you've got any questions, you know where to find me. Do me a favor, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast from, or you can go to britspeak.co forward slash britspeakpod. You'll never miss an episode, but that's it for this one. And I'll catch you in the next one. See you there.